Retro Anime. How did we find it? How does it hold up? Unpacking the ins and outs of being an old school nerd, and proving that 80s kids can't remember a damn thing right. These are the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd. Welcome to Mindless Midlife Musings of the Anime Nerd. I'm Rick, and I'm joined by the rest of our panel, Brian, Lynette, and Vic. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, people. Hey. <laughs> Today, it's monsters, aliens, laser swords, and giant robots as we repel yet another alien invasion of Earth and help battle the evil Cthulhu, or Cthulwolf, depending on your version, with Fight Ixer 1. Fight Ixer 1 is a three-part 1985 OVA directed by Toshihiro Hirano and animated by Studio AIC. It is an adaptation of a manga series from 1983 by Aran Ray. The North American release was done by U.S. Renditions in 93-94-ish. They dub produced in conjunction with L.A. Hero. Uh, Media Blasters picked up the rights to this after the turn of the millennia and did a DVD release around 2004-2005. So since then, it's kind of gone by the wayside. You're going to have to hunt that one down if you're interested. Uh, The 1983 manga is a sci-fi horror and Yuri manga, and it was published in the uh, hentai magazine Lemon People. I feel like this will become relevant during the episode, so I want to just preface with that's something that it was. The story is of an alien invasion of Earth, like all sci-fi anime, really. Uh, which is opposed by Ixer-1 and her schoolgirl companion, Nagisa. Uh, together, they can pilot Ixer-Robo, a giant humanoid robot. Uh, to start, that is an extremely reductive description of this anime. feel like this anime is everything 80s. If you were going to describe this to someone, you go, picture 80s anime. This is that. And it sort of yeah. just fills... All the little boxes. Uh, <laughs> it feels Joel- like it. Once you said that it was actually animated in '85, it feels like uh, so much more makes sense. It's right. like all the design choices make sense, especially the hair. Absolutely. It- yeah. Uh, it- oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah, the hair. I, I was hoping we were going to give a chance to talk about that. The hair, my so gosh, that was I, f- I was. Feel like that's a great place to start because if anything screams '80s aesthetic, it's anime hair, right? And this, okay. absolutely a king of that trope. It it wears that on its sleeve. Everybody's got anime hair, anime hair colors, anime hair styles. I have a I have a comment that maybe you guys noticed, maybe you didn't, but I did, and it drove me fucking crazy. It's that. She has such anime hair, and I'm not talking about X or One. I'm talking about Nagisa. Nagisa has such '80s anime hair that her bangs had bangs. Yes. <laughs> this. You have that this, different color. This yeah. bang that comes down the front, and then it's got like a little bang coming off of it. It's the whole fucking anime. It drove me crazy. So, <laughs> it's you. No lie. Her bangs had bangs. That's how anime '80s this was. And and yeah, Ixer's hair was everywhere it was saying since we're talking about hair you know the thing has always bothered me about like um 
I guess adaptations that where you meet somebody who is coming to Earth and they're supposed to be an alien, but yeah. they start rocking hairstyles appropriate for the Earth as opposed to something they should be wearing in high fashion on their Earth. Are you telling me that 80s hair is somehow in fashion on your planet? 80s hair. Transcend. 80s anime hair is universal. (laughs) I was going to say, I was going to say it's out of this world, but you know, yeah, let's go with, uh, so we all have our, (laughs) so it's all, yeah, I know you're not wrong, but I mean, like that's a problem with, with all science fiction stories, right? Either it's dated. It's like in the year 2020, it's like, oh son, we left that a long time ago now. (laughs) Or... Or, you know, the, the aesthetic is, or you look at Appleseed, where they still had, like, you know, clickety-clack computers and, you know, dot matrix printers, and it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know, this utopian future society. You know, you're limited in scope to what is relevant to the audience at the time. So a lot of these things you have to kind of oh, forget. just imaginable. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't even conceive. You know, now it's a little bit easier. People are able to conceive some pretty wild shit, but <laughs> the 80s we were pretty limited in scope. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, <clears throat> it's interesting. This anime, like I said, it's it's sort of a collection of the '80s greatest hits. Uh, there's a lot of that strong. It opens with typical anime scene as an anime girl with an anime jumpsuit and her anime hair getting into an anime fight with a human who like just bursts in in. An extremely well animated moment, and his flesh bursts open to reveal he's a squid monster. In a typical eighties okay. fashion, gets his face blasted off. It's so eighties, it's so eighties anime. An opening, I, you can't. You could just show that scene, and somebody go, "Oh, that's from the eighties." And you'd be like, "Yep, sure is." <laughs> that's yeah. Between the hair and the music, yeah, yeah, right. That's what I say. The music is that's it. Oh yeah. And that translates through this whole series. Um, three episodes. Uh, the first two being a half hour, the last one running about 45 minutes. Not getting any clearer as you go. That's kind of <laughs> thing I really had. English dub, which none of us watch because that's not what I had. Uh, it does feature um, Wendy Lee as Ixer One, which is a fun little nod because she played Vanessa in Super Dimension Fortress Macross. She was Bulma in Dragon Ball, a Valentine in Cowboy Bebop, Kione in Tenchi Muyo. So she's kind of like anime royalty. She's been in a lot of the big ticket stuff. So this story is, it features Cthulhu, not Thulu. Not the way you know Cthulhu. It's just, it's a name seemingly plucked of a novel simply because it sounded alien. <laughs> it just attributed this name to something completely un-Cthulhu-ish. <laughs> bunch of aliens. Uh, and they use creatures called Vedums, Vedums, whatever, depending on how you looked yeah. at it, to infest and replace humans across the world. So they're basically, they use scrolls, bug okay. scrolls, to replace right. people. But yeah, everything about this aesthetically is peak 80s. 80s hair, 80s monsters, aliens, giant robots, horror, lesbians, nudity. This anime has it all. <laughs> Everything, every trope that you ever heard somebody talk about anime, it's probably in this. I swear, as you as you keep on hearing it saying 80s, 80s, I was like, damn, it really makes so much sense. Because I'm thinking that this is 90s. Right, because it was for us. It was yeah, for us. I mean, 
Yeah, we yeah. got it in the 90s. Yeah, this is mid-80s. It's 100%. You remember, uh, a to long-time listener, remember the show How I Met Your Mother? Right? Of course, yeah. And Robin Sparkles, how she's talking about <laughs> Canada. Oh, yeah. yeah. The 80s didn't come to Canada until the 90s? Yes, I remember. Right, right. I feel like that's what happened to us with this anime. Where... Yes. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah, back then, yeah, we didn't get anything to like the very, very late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, yeah, and the early or 90s was, was on TV. Early 90s were the big bum rush because everybody's like, they have all this shit, this backlog from the 80s that they could start releasing. So, villains are Cobalt, um, Stepia, Violet, Old, all colored. Guess all the primary color names were taken. So Admiral? they had to call <laughs> these other ones. <laughs> That's right. Big gold. Yeah. Is Sir Violet a ma'am? Sir Violet is an Aerosmith song because dude looks like a lady. Is that? And as it turns out. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> as it turns out, dude was a lady, apparently. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> That's that's something that I I definitely want to talk about. This is um, uh, let's see, it's anime. Look, you I swear to God, you almost had me looking like an idiot because <laughs> you said you said Sir Violet of the Aerosmith song, and I was, you know, hey Andrea, please make sure you go ahead and link the the, the notes so we can find out what song and what album <laughs> Sir Violet's on. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's bad you just outed yourself. So it's it's the anime has a lot going on, but not a lot going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like that that's part of the it's one of the strikes I have against it is that it, it wants to tell a bigger story than it clearly had time for. And the pacing felt a little off because of it. Yeah, and there's there's things about it that feel very unresolved. The anime is top notch. The animation quality for an o- an OVA from '85 is fantastic. There's so much beautiful destruction in this. So much just excellent animation. Just all of it is. It's really, really well done. If you want picture perfect representation of what '80s anime is, this is an excellent one to show people. The giant um, robots. I love those. Yeah, those are the cool. giant robots were great. What I loved about Ixer Robo. He had his own theme song. Yeah. <laughs> Every time Ixer Robo came out, it was the Ixer Robo music. I'm like, hell yeah. Now, on top of <laughs> that, it drove me nuts because I think the Delosteta looked better than Ixer Robo. Oh, hell yeah. Delosteta oh, looked yeah. great. And Ixer Sigma looked cool. Ixer Sigma had a cape. Ixer Sigma was yeah. a, a 300 meter yeah. mech with a cape. <laughs> I was like, I think I have a cape. You know, Edna says no cape. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Luckily, Sigma figured it out. At some point, it dropped its cape, but it still uh-huh. it, it came out. It was a three hundred meter robot with a fucking cape. It was amazing. Who all stitches really needed... all that shit? Was <laughs> <laughs> a dry clean? There's a sweatshop of Bedums. Like they <laughs> had a sweatshop of Bedums inside of Max making these things for Max. That's right. Well, they got a they got a ton of tentacles, so it's okay. Yeah. They can they can, they can do a lot. <laughs> How many bolts of fabric did that thing take? You know? I will say this, dudes. Nobody does horror like the Japanese. The 
horror, the body horror and stuff in this is terrifyingly good. And that. The tentacle face thing coming out of the back of her schoolmates when she's like mm-hmm. hallucinating in class. That's terrifying shit. It, it doesn't stop there. The body horror just goes this whole thing. It's horrifying. Parents? I felt like it was... It felt like it was going to go to like a kind of like a soft corn Yuro Sugudoji. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, it felt like, yeah. okay, we're, it's about to get full on body rapey and shit like that, hentai. And they're like, no. I mean, no, it's, it's just... It stopped right before like Skinamax. Right. It right starts. Yeah, it starts with like uh, the two lesbians, Cobalt and Sepia. Like they're all in love, or whatever. That's like, oh, we're just gonna. The Bedlam's are doing their job, whatever. And then we're gonna fuck up the earth. It's great. And then they like kiss, and you're like, oh, this is that kind of anime. And then she's why did in your school. voice drop me throwing that? Why? Why did <laughs> your voice? <laughs> then she's in oh, school. Oh, that kind of anime. And the hair parts and like this tentacle face thing comes out, and you're like, oh, it's that kind of anime. Yeah, <laughs> just every time you think you've got a beat on this, it changes, it, and then a fucking giant it. robot shows up, and they're like, "Oh, it's that kind of anime." Like, <laughs> and that's like the it's first so twenty minutes. Yeah, I was watching it downstairs on the big screen, and then I saw the two girls. I was like, "Wait, maybe I should be watching this on the big screen." So I went upstairs. I was like, "I don't want to traumatize the family." <laughs> and I'm hiding, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, no, this one, it's kind of safe." It's all over the place. Like, you don't even know, though. And then there's, you know, things like the obligatory shower scene. It's like, oh, you bitch got tossed off a roof. She's fine because the alien catches her and she doesn't freak the fuck out. But she goes home and she goes home and has a shower. Because, of course, cool. she did. And no, showers are refreshing. <laughs> the question that I had is why Why do only half of the pilots have to be naked? Why, why right. couldn't, why did they both? Ha- no. Why did only one have to? Oh, have yeah, to? I actually have a note for that. It's like the one being used as the power source had to be naked, where the one piloting had, had to be clothed. It's like, yeah, well, they all connect sync- the same way with these weird tentacle yeah. things. You sync with me? It's like, can I be the one on top? Because I don't. I think- <laughs> <laughs> Back to be bottom. I'm sorry. <laughs> Call me meaty. <laughs> no, another thing that, that tripped me out. So we're talking about the whole. You would have thought that. Apparently, we come to find out that both Ixer and Ixer, all of them are androids. Right. Yes, they're manufactured. They're yeah. Yeah, they're, they're manufactured. You would thought the android would have to be the one that had to be the power source. Right. Right. Hey, let's yeah, you figure let's the android would have to be the naked one. <laughs> As opposed to the biological material. Oh. Now, uh, that was weird. Maybe, maybe the Android's up. nipples didn't work, and that's why they needed the other ladies to be naked. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. Because <laughs> there was a lot of gratuitous nip scenes. <laughs> it felt like Skynet was saying, hey, we need John Connor, but we want John Connor to be the power source, and we're going to run this shit up here. <laughs> it was the weirdest Skynet takes over I've ever seen in my life. It really is, yeah. That would be like Skynet sending the Terminator back fully clothed, and everyone else had to be naked. Right? I, I don't know. It's just strange. It's it's definitely a strange dynamic that they never really discuss at all. And why why does Ixer One need Nagisa to be her power source when in the next episode uh, Sigma or Ixer Two gets to use to use a, what's Sepia. her name Sepia as a power source? 
Like, well, if you can just make power sources, why don't you just, you know, make a power? Like, it's just, I think, again, a lot of unresolved questions for me with this anime. <laughs> I think what it was is that uh, Ixer did not have a vowel at the end of her name. <laughs> Same thing with Cobalt. Cobalt had a T, but Sepia. Uh, yeah, that's Gisa. what it is, and Nagisa. Yeah, okay, all right. Uh, hey, you know what? It's the it's better than any excuse what? they gave me. What they gave me, <laughs> right? Um, there's this thing that they do that I kind of liked again because what kind of anime is this? Who the fuck knows? But whenever they're gonna fight, they go into like this Doctor Strange mirror dimension thing. And they're like isolated from the real world, and I'm like, okay, what? that's great. It's another. Layer more information on it. Yeah, another yeah, layer. How do you get back? Why do we do this? How do you get back? It's clearly it's not like an exact replica of the place you're fighting in, so it's not like you know what I mean? It's just all the questions. And it's like but, well, that's a point because you know, if they if that's a point, then they would fight in mechs the same way. Hey, mm-hmm. like why do why do the mechs get to be in the really real world, but everybody else has to go to a mirror dimension to fight? Anyway, again, uh, since it felt like the mechs step out of the dimension. So that was a question I had was where, and I, I wrote the note for this. I said, where does Ixer 1 hide Ixer Robo? Like, does she have a pocket? Like, what, where does Ixer Robo go? Dimension. Ixer Robo's not. And I think, Brian, I think that is the answer. I think she hides it in an alternate dimension, like one of those mirror dimension things. But I don't know. Like, they don't tell you. You just have to kind of, like, infer that that's what happens. Because you just, like, or Ragnarok's his way out every time you need him. <laughs> I would also like to say that I think this was, we talk about beautiful destruction. Oh, man. I think this was the, one of the first times I've ever seen what happens when somebody who was piloting a mech gets punched inside the cockpit. I was, oh, yeah. man. I, so I, what, I, what I wrote was, at 22 minutes, 45 seconds, there was some beautiful destruction when the two mechs are fighting, when Robo and, and the first, whatever that is, they called it, were fighting. And Cobalt gets punched into goo. Yes. <laughs> the fist That's the right into that face. And you just see the whole thing crunching in on her. And you're just like, well, she's goo. <laughs> just and I was like, you know what? I've always wondered what that would look like. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's it. It's like, Pulls back white goo. <laughs> she just like, pulverized her. Oh, oh she uh, did. She did. Yeah, she, 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 oh, yeah. There's, there, you know, she can't walk it off. It's not gonna. <laughs> yeah, it's no, no bouncing <laughs> back from that one. The, the one thing that I liked about Na- Nagisa, she yeah. made me laugh in the first episode. She was like, "Will you fight with me?" No, thank you. And she runs away. <laughs> right. But but I like that she's like, "No, I'm good." And she dips. But then Ixer one takes her anyway. Like, she, yeah. no, we're going right. to the ship anyway. Right, right. Like, like, no, me, no, did that mean no to her? It's like, <laughs> I see the please fight with me was a rhetorical request. <laughs> we're just going to absorb you and take off your clothes now. Yeah, it's real life when kidnapping is okay to save the world. Like she, no, she was very polite. No, thank you. It's so good. Like, you know, by the third episode, is she like convinced that, okay, this is okay, or is it Stockholm Syndrome? It's full on Stockholm, I think. Because even in the second episode, she agreed to, and I love that about her, uh, Ixer, in the second episode. She's like, what do you mean you won't fight with me? You sink with me to fight Theta? That's basically third base. You're like being a sink tease right now. Like, come on, let's do this. 
But I like how at the end of the fight, of the first fight, she's like, don't you want to avenge your parents? And the only reason why the parents die in the first place... Because of her! One told her to... Uh... So yeah, my note was, uh, she says, once their bodies are taken over, there's no hope. I'm like, okay, hey. so they're fucking dead. Got it. And she slaps her. She slaps six or one in the face. And I'm like, that is an appropriate reaction to finding out your parents appropriate are dead. Appropriate reaction. Because an alien arbitrarily chose you to be its life partner they in a battle for all humanity. Arbitrarily. <laughs> Just one's cute. Like, that was, that was it. The, <laughs> the image. She said, I picked you because I liked you. I, it's like, uh, really? It's like, that's the qualification? Not because I'm smart. Your parents are dead because I had a crush. Like, that's. <laughs> yeah, a slap? That's appropriate. <laughs> um, Yeah. I don't know, man. Okay, so I do have a note about, again, because I keep coming back to it, I know. This anime is a lot of things, yet nothing all at once. <laughs> about about 19 minutes in, got this, I don't know, it's, it's like a sight gag, I guess, where the military response shows up with Fuji I 1. I wanted to bring that up. That was like so 60s and 70s, like Godzilla. What and the shit Ultraman is this? Press. Yeah, they like big weird ship flying through the city. It felt kind of like, um, like in Project Echo, where they had like the big hold up with the scene with the military showing up. I'm like a military response, Fuji one, and then it's it's a joke. Yeah. It's absolutely a sight gag. You're know, like, we're doing sight gags in our sci-fi horror lesbian giant robot anime now. That's I don't. And they did it more than once. <laughs> right, every episode has a Fuji, and then <laughs> gets spanked every single. And Fuji failed every single time. It escalates. It escalates. This one is like a, I don't know, like science team gotcha man or something. And then like the next one's clearly like a like an SDF Macross. The third right. one's like a Yamato. Like they just keep and every time they all get taken out. It's terrible. Yes. <laughs> I hate the method that it tells us. Right. <laughs> Look, it tells us that like it doesn't matter what. What alien comes in here? It could be from fucking Outlanders. It could be from Macross. It could be from any alien come here. We are screwed. Every time. Oh, let's be honest, Brian. If an alien could get here, yeah, we'd be screwed. I mean, they're already but classed. I love the fact that they, they, had that, they had that climactic music, too. Like, Fuji yes. 1 comes yeah. out, they're like, boom, boom, boom. Then Fuji yeah, 2 is, so like, crazy. even more. Of these, like, yeah. hardback and Japanese shows. Oh, Fuji, yeah. Fuji 2, they even had, like, the Macross-style helmets, <laughs> like, the silly huge visors, and the commanders, like, with the military uniform. I'm like, oh, my God. They're really just... The bad like, guys just went... Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's so... so disjointed. I think that's the thing about this anime is, like, it didn't know what kind of story it wanted to tell. It's like, are we being horny? Are we being horrified? Are we being, like, adrenaline? What are we doing? What is this? <laughs> In what way are we supposed to enjoy this? Are we supposed to laugh at it? Because at that point, I'd seen a girl's parents' flesh be peeled off, and they turned into yes. tentacle monsters and try to face rape their own daughter. I am not ready to laugh. It's <laughs> being it's, it's a whole different vibe. Like the soldier's eyes popping out, and then the big, you know, and it's just like, what is happening? It's all over the place. It really was. It's funny because by the time the Fuji One came back was on screen yeah. there was also a huge sign saying we are the wrlbe 
I'm so like, glad I, you wrote it down. I have no idea. How do you pronounce that? And we are the world. I don't know. Is there we going the through? The, the world maybe it was supposed to be the we are the world thing. I don't know. It would be the 80s. That'd be right. Yeah, what, that's, it be, would be relevant. Yeah. Right, I, but still, it, when I said it was W-R-L-B-E. Yeah, <laughs> that is that. weird. Well, I, I, I want to point out, too, that in Fuji 1, they did a screen of the cockpit. And they all look like they're pirates. Like they had that one greasy looking guy with the look on his face. They had one they guy that was all like... eyebrows. <laughs> yes. And no, one guy, no yeah. mustache, no mouth. You know, so they, said... they, they, they zoomed in on that. I was like, okay, so the military are pirates? Is that so what that it is? It said everything about that sequence was like they were going for a sight gag. And I couldn't. <laughs> Couldn't believe they were going for a sight gag in the midst of everything that they'd sandwiched that segment you... with. <laughs> oh, just we're not going to talk about the lightsabers. Oh, we have to. Well, yeah, no, it's, no, no, again, too. lightsabers and then, in this. Oh, and look. then shocky fingers. Yep. So you I can got, get... I, okay. I got an exit. One sec. Let me get this real quick, Brian. Then you can say whatever you want. Ixer one blue lightsaber, yellow force lightning. Whereas Ixer 2 had a yellow lightsaber and blue force lightning. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Rick, when you were talking about, you had a a, a huge or, or long list of what this anime is. Can we, we yeah. now got to add Star Wars to it now. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. It's absolutely. What is in my, go ahead and go now. Well, you you want the list again because yeah, yeah. we gotta we, yeah because we started off with just two things, and now right. we've made us we've progressed away to yeah everyone's Sith, everyone's got Force lightning and lightsabers. <laughs> right, it's it's uh, 80s hair monsters, aliens, giant robots, horror, lesbians, Star Wars, and nudity. There you go, and and comedy apparently for three scenes. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm. I think we need to get to the point where you have to take a second breath. Because so far, you've gotten all this out in one breath. Yeah, that just comes with training. Uh -huh. <laughs> all right, all right. Just to make sure, is anybody timing, how exact, or do we know exactly how many things we put into this right now? Too fucking many. That's that's my chief complaint here. Mm -hmm. This anime is crazy. There's a lot of fun to be had, but it doesn't know what it is. I to it me, does know what it is. I tried to get sandwich as much from the manga as they could into yes. three episodes, and it's like it was too much to condense into just three. I it, know, man. Guys, we look. We are all learned people. We right. know what this is. This is a charcuterie board. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean charcuterie. <laughs> no, no, it, it's a charcuterie. <laughs> And have right. a little bit of salami over here, <laughs> a little bit of you know, a little bit of prosciutto, you know, right <laughs> over there we got some ham, a little bit of crackers. <laughs> All you have to do is pair it with a sparkling wine, and everything will make fucking sense. And so, as <laughs> you're right, as a as a protagonist, your one kind of sucks at her job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He couldn't manage to protect her most valuable asset, her her sink partner that she randomly chose. Couldn't save the Earth because it got scorched, hella scorched Earth at the beginning of episode two. 
Sepia unleashed her rage, and there was, the city was just leveled. Like, nobody around. Yeah. Uh, it just kind of sucks at her job. Uh, as far as trying to protect the Earth. Nailed and it. then, uh, <laughs> they did an Etch-A-Sketch. They, well, they fuck everything up, and then they shook it back to normal. Food, I, so... <laughs> I, I take issue with that, because I still don't even fully understand the fucking story. <laughs> so yeah. You shake away all the sto- narrative that you've been building with a hand wave, and I'm just like, what What even happened? <laughs> still not 100% certain. I had to go Wikipedia to have somebody explain to me what the story was supposed to be. And I watched the anime a second time to verify that it wasn't in the anime. It's not. There are small snippets of it. So either the people that the Wikipedia entry inferred a lot, or they read the manga and gave me an accurate description of what's supposed to be happening. Because it ain't in this. Um, I don't know. We'll get to it when we get near the end here. Okay. It's... it's anyway. Agi says a sync tease. Thinks with you yeah. first, then it's like, sounds like, ah, I don't want to sink anywhere. That's fucking weird. And Xer gives her this bracelet of destruction. She's like, hey, I know the city's been leveled, but I got to go do some shit. So I'm going to leave you here by yourself in a city that's been leveled. All those people who may or may not be monsters. But you've got this bracelet, so you're going to be fine. You're gonna, it's going to be fine. It's fine. It's like, you'll fine. be fine. Everyone else? Yeah, you'll no be fine. No <laughs> Everyone else can piss off. You'll be fine. Just be like, hey, listen, lady. Last time you flew off, my parents died. How about we maybe don't separate anymore? Yeah. Like, let's just not. Um, but no. And where did she think... go? Where the fuck did she go? Home? Oh, where she did Ixer caught. go? Ixer got, got caught. Yeah. She was trying to spy, and she got caught. Because, you know, between the hair... And the bikini <laughs> unitard. <laughs> you can't be a spy with hair that big. I'm just saying. No, you cannot. Your hair comes before you. Your hair puts on it. No, so do true. you think she needed to have the bikini and the unitard? See, I feel like that's a question that only a superhero can answer. Right? And then it's answer is yes. It's right up there with hair. If Did Superman and Batman change? were... Huh? Did Sepia's voice change in episode two? Very well may have. Okay. But it That's may also I... have been a character adjustment because in the first well, ep- yeah. anime, the first episode, she was, I want to say, more innocent, more, you know, it's infatuated. It's... Yeah, and my episode the second one, she was just wanting revenge. Yeah, she'd gone full, full evil villain mode. Man. But not full, full evil villain mode. Because Xer 2 decides to, you know, curb stomp a little girl. And Sepia's like, wait, are we doing that? Because I don't like that at all. We shouldn't do that. And then and their sink like isn't working right, and they get their ass handed to them. So there's that. And she died during that part, too? No. And, you know, here's the thing about that, though. Oh, wait, so Sepia dies for sure. Thank you. And I want to say that Sayoko fucking died, too, because I don't remember oh, yeah. ever seeing her again. Even though there's a line of dialogue where Ixer's like, oh, she's fine. I gave her my bracelet. I'm like, you did? Wait, no, I lied. They did show her afterwards. Yeah. Right. yeah. She's unconscious. Yeah, she wasn't splattered or anything, so. Did show her afterwards. Well, she was curled up yeah. and she had a little bracelet on. So I, I was wrong. Yeah, sorry. But she was also down a parent, too. 
Yeah, no shit. Basically, Ixer has now killed two sets of parents. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no Disney villain territory. Really, really messed up. Anyway, so yeah, I, I don't know. She doesn't seem very trustworthy at this point. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, after I'm looking through my notes. So there's lots of beautiful destruction in the second episode. Some What's really that? great fights between Ixer Robo and Ixer Sigma. and Not Ixer Sigma. Um, ah, it's Ixer Sigma in the second one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Sayoko's mom was fucked. She got turned into that. A little monster thing. <clears throat> and that's pretty much the whole thing is them building up to that second episode, curb stomping the kid and getting the shit kicked out of them. Right. Okay, cool. That was episode two. Nagisa embraces her destiny, but doesn't. Big gold. Well, yeah, so about big, big gold. And big gold. All right. Um, I'm gonna I'll I'll read the wiki entry to try and explain how this plays out. Because at the beginning of episode three, they try to give you this backstory with Sir Violet yeah. and Big Gold. The embryonic Big Gold all shows up and like Sir Violet's not Sir at that point. And yeah, it's like four four minutes and 12 seconds of like story building at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a recap. You get a recap at the beginning of that. And then you get and then you get four minutes of, of story building on top of that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that probably should have happened in episode one. Might have been helpful. Yeah. Might have been helpful there, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, hey, I have a note. They did use an orbital beam cannon on Ixer Robo in episode three. So yes. we had our yeah. 80s orbital beam cannon. That was important. Uh, Lost an arm to that one. Uh, all right, did, so... Did, did, did the arm come off with blood? There was like a like a fleshy bit inside uh-huh. the armor. Yeah, it was... Atomic I don't know. fluid. Yeah, totally. That's what that was. <laughs> Again, it's because... Why would they explain what the robots are? Because they do say that they're alter ego. They don't say that's my ride. They're like, that's they're my alter. People. Yeah, yeah. Is, are they? Like, I don't know. Um, it's weird. <clears throat> anyway, all right. So this is what Wikipedia says about Big Gold. Big, Roll, Big Gold relates that she and Ixer One were both created at the same moment by an ancient alien machine built to grant the desires of its creators. Matriarch of the Cthulhu would eventually become Sir Violet, passed within range of the machine just as she exclaimed in despair that her race would die in space and never find a new home. That moment, Gold appeared to tell her that her wish was granted. He had changed her idyllic society into a fascist nightmare, had mutated the once benign Vedum, Vedum, whatever, into their current parasitic forms. Gold was an embodiment of desire, and it had to remain, and then it remade the Cthulhu race. Whereas Ixer 1 was the opposite side, her the other half of the prophecy. She was conscience. Her will was to fulfill the Cthulhu matriarch's wish to destroy them all, eve of finding a new homeworld. I'm collectively shrugging with my co-stars here because... At no point do they explain that any of that. Big Gold is okay. basically V'ger and the Enterprise got too close. Like that's basically the kind of story here. It's weird. Um, I wish they would have explained that a little bit. They they show that Big Gold shows up to grant Sir Violet's wish, but they don't yeah. explain any of 
the whole reasoning of how, why, anything. None of that. I mean, in the end, doesn't Big Gold kill the person who asked for the wish anyways? That fucking Violet gets, yeah. it's like, aced, right? And Nagisa gets aced, too. But, I mean, it's, it's again, it just... Or does she? It's so the last episode. So it's right, like... so Nagisa dies because Ixer kills her. Uh-huh. And, like, her naked ghost goes inside of Ixer... And then Ixer goes and Super Saiyan. And her boobs Saiyan. light up. Yep. And, and then her boobs light up. And Ixer goes Super Saiyan. Yep. And she gets to, she goes like full Super Saiyan. And then she kicks blue balls and red ass and then kills them both. Red what? ass. <laughs> well, that's that's what I wrote because that's what their names sounded like. All right. So <laughs> basically after the fight in episode two, when Sigma gets its ass handed to them because sync breaks, um, uh, Ixer two. She's all butthurt, and she's like, you know, gloom and doom. And then she summons two, I want to call them Tekaman Givers. Um, uh-huh. Blue Balls and, and Red Ass. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so Blue Balls and Red Ass get summoned in, help her capture Nagisa, whatever. And 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 Red Ass gets his ass handed to him pretty quick. Uh, Ixer, like, ouches his eyes and fucks him up with lasers. Blue Balls is a pain in the ass. But... Because... I mean, he kicks Ixer in the tit and then runs. It's yeah. like his big claim to fame. <laughs> she goes through all this trouble to get Ixer Robo with his awesome theme song, help her break into this giant pyramid that's in the center of Tokyo. And in there waiting is Blue Balls and an army of Bedlams. And all that happens is he kicks her in the tit, she grabs her tit, his hurts, and he runs. I'm like, oh, well, that was a fight. It's like a six-year-old. <laughs> it's like and, touch and run. Right. And then I, I think it was like he kicked his, oh, shit, I hit a boob. Fuck, I got to go. And then he, like, runs. How do you want me? I got to go to HR. <laughs> Again, as I, all of this shit looks really cool. I can't express enough how well animated this is yeah no it's absurd <laughs> yeah no i don't want to use the word absurd okay how I, would you describe would... it mismatch but incomplete okay you know what it is i got it it is this anime was given to us on aol and everything is buffering and we did not finish the buffer so <laughs> What happened is the, that it was buffering, but it was buffering, but it was still streaming in real time. So when it caught right. up, we skipped a section. Right, right. So there's actually, we don't notice, but it's actually like two more episodes of somewhere sandwiched between its whole shit that explains a lot more. <laughs> what what I can say is, you can take any one sequence of this anime and present it as evidence that '80s anime was really good. Pretty much. But you can't put it all as a whole and say 80s anime stories were really good. You can just go, 80s anime was cool. Look at this scene where this 80s hair chick in a bodysuit like fucks up a robot. This is awesome. Look at this scene where two giant robots, one's got a cape, and they're using Kamehameha attacks on each other in the middle of a destroyed city. That's fucking cool. Like, every you like Star Wars. Every, yeah, series, <laughs> Force lightning and lightsabers. Every one of these sequences by itself is really cool. 
none of them add up to a really good story. <laughs> none of them work well together. Right. It was a shiny red ball. That's really what it was. <laughs> they had this really big scene and they go, oh, ball. It's a fantastic sequence. I loved the action sequences in this anime. They're all great. Oh, yeah. I really liked when Ixer 2 and Ixer 1 are fighting. Every time they're having a fight, it's fucking great. And the way they end their fight, he does that like samurai style slash with the lights. That's fucking great. It's cool as shit. But it's, it doesn't, it's just that by itself doesn't make the anime. And that that therein yeah. is the the overreaching problem I have with this. I I don't have a problem with it for a lot of reasons. It's still fun. It's still wild. Mm-hmm. Like it's a crazy great representation of eighties anime. It's it's also a crazy bad representation of of anime storytelling. Do we know how many days this entire story takes place from? That's a great fucking question. Like, is it a couple of days? Is it weeks? Because Nagisa obviously is emotionally stable because she goes from being sad to hateful. <laughs> to accepting everything, to loving Ixer One, all in a matter of you know three episodes. Yeah, yeah, no, you're not wrong, right? And, and like, that's not a red flag. I don't know what is. Seriously, <laughs> just emotionally damaged. I, I feel it does feel rather quick, but I, I want to guess that's part of the pacing of the story. I'm willing to bet it, that the manga takes place over a course of at least a couple, you know, weeks. I would hope so. Because I mean, even when Nagisa's parents were, you know, when they transformed, it was. It happened during breakfast, and next sequence over, it's nighttime. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's there's things. So then you get um, episode three is a lot of really just awesomeness, like a lot of action, a lot of really, really cool stuff going on oh, there. Yeah, the like, animation was actually the most fluid in the entire series in episode so, three. It's so good. It's really good. But there's this moment where Nagisa is, is overtaken Inwashed, whatever it is, she's Shin Hado no Nagisa. I don't know. And he starts attacking Ixer One. Ixer One's compelled to have to to strike down her friend. Spoiler alert for this anime from 1985: somebody dies. Nothing about that felt earned to me. It was a thing, like you said, Vic. Like she was an emotional roller coaster for two other episodes, and now the end of this third episode, we're supposed to feel like they had this camaraderie that at no point had been established. Right. And this this sadness that you're supposed to be feeling because this character that you barely know has, you know, is, has to kill you. And that we didn't really establish enough of the emotional turmoil of that relationship. Uh, so it, it doesn't land as well as it could have with better storytelling, an extra episode. I don't know. I don't know what could have fixed that. I've made I've made a comment uh, a couple of times in a couple of different shows that we've done about just because you said it happened doesn't mean that I'm supposed to accept it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. definitely that. Yeah. I love you. When? Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How does that happen? It's like five minutes earlier. You saying the exact opposite. Right. So then she she has to kill the main character with bangs on her bangs and then we you know as i established earlier her her naked ghost goes into our protagonist and she goes super saiyan i'm not exaggerating her hair literally glows yellow and a big burst of energy comes out as she screams in rage like it's literally super saiyan and then she immediately kills blue balls like 
with like a uh-huh. single punch. It's absolutely some Super Saiyan shit. And um, then she has a just a baller samurai style fight with Ixer Two. It was really cool. And she gets to the big bad, big gold, because even this goes full Dragon Ball. Is that's uh-huh. not even Big Gold's final form. Gold's, <laughs> Big Gold charges up to unleash their final form, and it's like Gold Green Goo or Gold Energy Cloud. I'm not really sure what the final yeah, form is. Uh, gold Column of Jizz. I don't know. It was it was Gold. It, it was. I don't know what it was. A um, face coming out of it. Had a face. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of like Power Rangers. If you know that that, that <laughs> Zordon. <laughs> I was thinking, I'll go older. I was thinking it was like Master Control from Tron, and it was just this big face in a column. Um, but yeah, it's that's it. And then she like wins. I don't know. It's like a big flash she of light. She flies through his face or something, or yeah, it's like it's this big flash of light. Something through his face all over. Yeah. And then apparently, so apparently, what happens is, Ixer One absorbed Big Gold into her body too. Apparently, that's Ixer. One power, she's a sponge, I guess, because she soaked up Nagisa and she soaked up Big Gold and one. She's no face. <laughs> <laughs> she's no face. That's it. Uh, you got it. Um, do Ghibli. All ties into Ghibli Fest. <laughs> this episode's officially a Ghibli Fest episode. Um, <laughs> I don't know. And so then, let's make their own rules. So, okay. in episode one, she says to Nagisa, once their bodies are taken over, there's no hope. That's it. Your parents are dead as a doornail, which means Sayoko's parent is dead as a doornail. Those people are dead. It, when you're floating in upper atmosphere with your dead girlfriend in your arms, apparently you can do whatever you want. Yep. So Enemy logic. grants her wish and restores Earth to what it was. You know what that I, means she also restored? Fuji one. <laughs> one, two, and three. And three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitches, you're back. Justice for the Fuji military. This, I want to say that this anime, I'll tell you this anime had sequels. Listeners, if you don't know. There was an, an Ixer 3. Not an Ixer 2 because the Ixer 2 was evil and Ixer 2 died. So, But there's an Ixer 3. There's actually an Ixer 2. The anime is the second anime. It's about Ixer 3. You know how I'm confusing you? That's how this works. So, <laughs> Ixer got released in the States as Ixer Reborn. And it's a sequel. We, well, I don't know if we're ever going to cover it or not. I'm not going to tell you about it because I haven't seen it. But we'll say that it takes place years later, starring the grandchild of the Nagisa from this one. So, the reason I bring it up is if you're looking to have more explanation or or a conclusion to this you're not gonna get it the next one takes place way fucking later it's a point of uh you're gonna have to read the manga series i guess so like a lot of anime from that era that's and that's, the, that's doing homework we don't do homework here right and, and <laughs> if you can't if you can't give us a, a whole story and you got three episodes people and then the, the next one after that's Excelion, which is an, a 90s anime, and we'll probably cover that one too at some point. But it also has no connection to this other than the X part of the name. There's no resolution to this. There's no expansion on this. What you've got is, that's it, these three episodes. What you got is what you get. 
That's it. Get what you get, and you don't have a fit. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Wow. That's that's what this is. So I, I feel like I feel like we're in a good place. I think we can maybe start wrapping. What do you, you guys have? Anything you want to add before we go into finals? Solid. Yeah. No. Oh. That... Brian, would you like to start? Yeah. Uh... Huh? <laughs> oh, thank you. Like, I, 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 like I, I, sometimes we we have the show that and I come through thinking that you know maybe I didn't catch it or maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't for me, right? And then hopefully at the end of it, you guys will give me some 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 clarity. Sure, that didn't happen. Sometimes no. <laughs> I come with it, and I realize that I'm the one that did that. I, I either liked it or loved it. And I'm the odd one out, <laughs> Ponyo, or or yeah. or we're on the opposite end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. I can see it in myself as being potentially naive, you know, in, in this. I'm no near it. We're nowhere near an expert, but I think I'm pretty good at what we've been doing by now. <laughs> and even then, I felt like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just going to say this is control alt delete at its finest. You know, your cat came up and jumped on the keyboard and hit all the buttons. And then you finally got back to it and like, oh shit, you've gone really far. Let me just go ahead and control alt and I'm gonna go or control Z or I'm gonna etch a sketch it or white out or anything that you would have used in the eighties to say we fucked up. We're going to go ahead and go back. I think it's the coward's way out. You could have sure. did all this and say, you know what? We're going to do it and we're going to keep it. They did it shit in Macross. Roy Fooker died. Nobody came back and got his ass back. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you're going to be bald enough to kill people's parents and kill the <laughs> girl, let this shirt roll on and see how we do it. Don't, don't just, I'm going to bring it back. I fucked up. Yeah, they they definitely Wizard of Oz that shit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. No, I I agree. <clears throat> uh, Lynette, this was your first time with Xer One. Yes, it was. My first time too. My first time too. Was it? Yeah. All right. All right. Rock and roll. So let it- let's have it, Lynette. Xer One. I felt like it was a little. Um, it reminded me. Of uh, Family Guy, the Stewie kills Lois. Lois kills Stewie, and it's all in his head. And he like takes it off, and everything's okay, and nothing's really, and you know. And Brian's like, you know, I think it's gonna piss a lot of people off. This is kind of what I feel like happened. It's like you watching it, and we're like, oh wow, this is this is intense. You know, great robots, great fight scenes. Oh my gosh, that guy just split in half. There's an eyeball popping out over here. You know, we're like, I don't really know what the whole plot of this thing is, but it's moving. Oh, there's a booby. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it goes, everything's fine. And she's back in school. I actually heard that happy. sound when he did it. <laughs> I actually it too, huh? Right? That, was, that was so, there, there you go. Right? And, you know, it's a, yet all that momentum, you're still trying to figure out what, what happened, what's going on, and asking questions. And they just went, yeah, you know what? Forget it. It's okay. We're starting over. You know, simulation ended, and yes. he comes out, and <laughs> you're just like, wait, what? 
Yeah. I don't like this. I, I I enjoyed being confused throughout the whole thing until the end. And in the end, I was like, you know what? Now I'm mad. This is... Oh, everybody, yeah. should, everybody should still be dead. <laughs> we should have people climbing out of the rubble. You right. know, we should have that... That Fuji moment. Yeah. Fuji deserves his time in the sun. <laughs> Fuji should be coming out, you know... Yeah, there should be like humanitarian efforts. You should be seeing like all sorts of stuff happening. But no, it's just like, okay, back to normal. No, no, you got to do the news. You got to do that news. I think an epilogue like that would have been more powerful. Like showing that Nagisa now has to be like Sayoko's mother and like there's, you know, a rebuild that has to happen. And how does humanity move forward from this? Like, I think that would have been, that would have been great. Even better. Yeah, or Ixer had to be the mother now. Ixer had to be the mother. <laughs> well, Ixer is yeah, apparently like three people at once. I don't know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you can bring back one, but you can't just go like that's all. Every, you know, oh, like, that's again, not the noise. Yeah. That's not the <laughs> noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right, uh, Vic. Vic, this isn't your first time with Ixer one. I know we've seen. No, it. Well, granted, I mean it's been so long since I last watched it, so. Yep. I remembered like bits and pieces, but not the whole thing. Uh-huh. It's like while I enjoyed the overall story, I think it's best described as wasted potential. Because uh-huh. as we just said earlier, it's like certain sequences were amazing, certain things worked out great, but they don't stick together properly. And I feel like there's so much more to the story that if even if they had another one or two one hour long episode, forty five minute long episodes, it probably would have fleshed out better. Well, heck, if even the first two episodes were 45 minutes, it probably would have fleshed out a little bit better. So it's like, it's one of those that it was, you know, it had it had the recipe f- to be great. It was there. And someone didn't read the recipe correctly. And then you ended up with this. So it's it's not a horrible mess. It's not one that should just be skipped. But at the same time, it's like, Hey, you don't have to go out of your way to watch it. It's ah, uh, it's such a great area. It's like it's good and not good at the same time. Look, how are you gonna watch it and then say, "Hey, you're gonna watch it," but guess what? Everything, the time that you invested in this, it doesn't fucking matter because we're gonna bring it right back. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Hey, hey, why does Marvel get to do it then? <laughs> I mean, down. Really? Good question. Um. Yeah. They snapped half the universe away, then they snapped half, you know, they snapped them back. Because they had to do something with, they had to give the Hulk a win, damn it. He got shafted in Infinity War. He needed a win. Um, <laughs> look, I, it's, it's, <laughs> it's coming from a long time, long fucking time Hulk fan, so I've got beef here. Um, <laughs> yeah, guys, I, I'm with you on this. It, I remember watching this. It, it, it made the tape made its way through our circle of anime friends, and I'd seen it with uh, a couple that of dirty us. little tape. Yeah, and it. I had rose-colored glasses for this one. Coming back to it, I, I was remembering individual sequences and not the whole picture as a whole, and and that was the biggest mistake was coming into it remembering the rose-colored parts and then having to yeah. sit through it all and go, there's nothing here. This is shiny. It's a pretty shiny thing that doesn't do anything. 
It's a cute little red rubber ball, like what I was saying. <laughs> it's like, look at it bounce. This is fun. And then it's not anymore. And you're just like, well, this sucked. Um, I feel like it's, if, you, if you're in the mood for an absolute jewel feast, this is for you. This is probably an anime you could watch with the sound off. It uh, and I, except you'd miss out on Ixer Robo's theme song, which is fucking cool. <laughs> Besides that, you could watch this with the sound off and just as a visual. If you needed like a really cool, let's say, let's say hypothetically, you and some friends decided you wanted to do like a, an anime podcast and you wanted some visual, you could run in the background while you're talking about anime. This is the anime. This is the one you put on because it's got everything from an 80s anime in it. It's, it's a blender of everything 80s anime. Um, but you can't drink what you blended because it tastes like shit. And, it just, and it's like it's it's like all the great things, but they don't go well together. They really don't. It's, this is a shitty charcuterie board, Brian. It's a shitty charcuterie. <laughs> That's not, not well made. And our uh, <laughs> shitty charcuterie board? There you go. It's terrible. Um. I don't recommend you go through the trouble of finding this. I think no. if you're gonna if you're gonna watch this, it needs to fall in your lap. This needs to be, hey, you know what? I ran out of shit to watch. What's this on Crunchyroll? Let me pull this on. Like that's the best I can tell you. It's, it needs to die where it lived. And that's in the eighties. Um, it was it's a, a visual feast. It's it's gonna leave you hungry. It's the Chinese food of anime. <laughs> now or later, you're going to want anime. more anime. <laughs> the sushi of anime. There you go. So, yeah, I think that's I think that's the best I've got, guys. I don't know. I don't know a better way to describe it. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm ready for I, it. Keep, you got keep one? Call. No, you got no, one? No, hell no. I don't know. I'm, I'm ready for this one. I want to see what, you, what magic you're going to pull out your ass on this one. Oh, man. Ryan I, lives for this moment. I do. I do. I don't know. I guess that's going to be our show for today. So in Come no, on. Until next time, keep calm and, I don't know, watch out for girls in armored bodysuits wanting to sync with you. Or No, no. Let's go no. with Find yourself a girl who will look at you like an alien killing machine with a giant robot in her back pocket. <laughs> in her back pocket dimension. That's right, in her back pocket dimension. Okay. Or don't make arbitrary wishes about the end of your species when floating near a sentient space machine. There you You've go. just been privy to the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd presented by Geek Grotto. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Geek Grotto. For show notes and corrections, or for general geeky fun, you can visit our website at geek-grotto.com. If you would like to sponsor the show, you can do so on the podcast's Red Circle host site, redcircle.com slash shows slash M-M-M-A-N. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app, please like, follow, and subscribe.